Well, there is no doubt that we should be frequenting charity shops more than ever with a view to living a more sustainable life. However, some of us, me, have no idea what to do when we walk in the front door and some of us, me, feel a little bit overwhelmed. So I thought maybe today we could take a crash course on how to get the best out of a charity shop with none other than Tara Stewart, charity Hello. shopper <clears throat> extraordinaire. Yes, charity shopper lover. Um, I will say, right, and I, um, a friend of ours... Andrea Horan, a few years ago, she told me to stop telling everyone to go charity shopping. She was like, Tara, they're going to have no good stuff left. She was like, stop telling everyone. Because I'd be like, this is how to charity shop. This is where you should go. These are the best ones. And she'd just be like, oh my God, are you messing, Tara? Stop. That's my favorite one. Stop getting people to go. (laughs) So now I'm on uh, national radio talking about it Sorry, Andrea. Sorry, Andrea. Um, and well, I, I extra appreciate you coming in to share your expertise then knowing you're going to get some grief. But um, but honestly, I just I, I truly don't know what to do. Like, mm. I, I just walk in and I'm overwhelmed. Like I'm overwhelmed by the sale rail in a normal shop. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I just find it. I, I, I just don't know what to do. I'm uncomfortable. So so first of all, I suppose let's start from the very beginning. Mm. How do you pick a good one to go to? Are they all good? No. Like, I always find the richer part of the, part of the city is the best. So okay. um, if you want to maybe try and find some, like, bougie stuff, like, I've found some amazing things that I haven't bought because maybe they're not my size or maybe they're not my vibe. But um, when you go to, say, I remember one time I made a day out of it and I went out to Greystones and went to a couple of charity shops there a couple of years ago and I found some amazing designer stuff. Um, someone actually did message me on Instagram and I'm going to multitask and find it while I'm talking and they said that there's an amazing one hang on she did message me oh yeah so a girl messaged me the other day and this is what is great I'm starting to get like an inside source now as well um, and she works in a charity shop um, which for Down Syndrome in Tempelogue and that one is apparently amazing she's like there's loads of designer stuff there's Armani all that kind of thing so it really depends where the thing is you kind of need to find because everyone's style's different so you yeah. kind of need to just one day or even like maybe once every month or so just go and pick a specific area. So in your city, type in charity shops and then pick an area to kind of go to, potter in. The biggest thing is you need to have patience when you're charity shopping. Okay. Like you can't... This is where I fall down. Exactly. I'm also very much like you. I don't like... I don't have patience in general. And so I like to kind of be given whatever I have in my mind straight away. And that comes to any type of shopping. Like I am very specific when I'm shopping, even when I'm like on, say, Depop or I'm on ASOS Marketplace looking for vintage. I'm looking for specifics. But when you go charity shopping, you need to have a much more open mind. You can't go in with a specific because when you're shopping online, you can type in, Pink cowboy boots, white leather fringe jacket, but you can't do that when you're in a I charity shop. Both of those. I know, exactly. You're like that actually sounds like I'm a really like, cute amazing, outfit. Yes, <laughs> lead me to them. So yeah, you need to really have an open mind, patience, and time. Like, don't be going like on your lunch break because you're gonna get flustered. Yeah. You need to go on a Saturday or when your day off is. Yeah. Um, usually weekdays are good. So if you happen to work weekends, maybe try go on a weekday. But um, Saturdays are also good because they usually put on uh, put out a lot more stock on a Saturday because they know they're going to be a bit busier. Okay. Um, but yeah, patience is the biggest thing. Okay. How are they normally sorted? 
Like, are they sorted according to size or style or? So most of them now are actually sorted by size. So oh, it used to be, um, I there, you know, there was a couple that used to be like color coded, which I actually liked because I was like, yeah, actually, I prefer. Actually, no, there are a couple that are color coded, but also then size. Okay. So um, some of them, like you'll find when you go in, it's really satisfying. You'll see all black, all brown, all green, because then if you like a particular color, you can kind of gravitate to that section. Um, but most places you'll find are all divided by size which makes things a lot easier they'll usually have like the little you know the little cubes um color uh thing they put on a hanger and they'll have the size up there as well which is really helpful but it's always worth having an actual look at the item so even if something isn't in your size have a look at stuff around that kind of area anyway because there could be something you can alter or there could be something marked wrong um or i mean sizing as you know different brands are ridiculous it's not there's not one standard measurements for anything so it's always worth just having a look and kind of you know when you look at an item clothing if it's going to fit you or not and yeah like I said um having an open mind when it comes to even alterations looking in the guy sections and the girl sections you never know what you might find okay and then what about other stuff because I know you're mad into homeware and stuff and you Mm -hmm. get really good homeware stuff yeah um so what's the secret to finding gems there Honestly, there's no big secret. It's literally just luck. <laughs> like, I wish I could say I have like a really um, specific technique or something, but it's literally just kind of going in on a whim some days and you find something. Some days you don't. Like, some days I'll be really, really wanting to find something. I'm like, oh, I really feel like buying something today. I have that itch I want to scratch and then I will not find anything. And I might do a couple of laps of the charity shop being like, am I sure I don't like that? But for example, the other day, I think it was Tuesday. I went to the gym and then I was like, right, I need to go to the shop and get something. And there's a charity shop down the road for me. And I was like, I'm just going to go in there. It's just opened. And I went in and I found the most amazing set of um, Blue Willow, I think it's called, um, China. So crockery. And I'm not messing. It would have been about 60 pieces of it. It was yeah. so much. You sent me a photo. Mm. It was I sent beautiful. You, yeah, I think yeah. I'm still there in the shop while I sent you a photo. I was like, you, look at this. And so I didn't. I bought like half of it. And I actually was in bed that night going, I should buy the other half of that. (laughs) And I went back the next day and it was all gone. So that's another thing. You kind of just need to go in a lot. Like, especially if they're in your area, you know, kind of just go in when you're even popping to the shop, have a quick lap. You don't need to spend ages there. And me finding those pieces, like I looked up online, someone sent me a link actually, because I tweeted a picture of the stuff. Those people saying it was a staple in the homes back in the 80s and the 90s. Lots of people were sending me pictures of their mums having theirs on display. But they have a stamp on the bottom and it's from 1961 that all that crockery is from and that's another thing that I personally love about charity shopping and vintage shopping in general is that the stuff has had a life before and it's really fascinating to see it to mm. imagine what kind of life it had before yeah. I know I'm kind of imagining them like inanimate objects like they're actual human beings but it makes it excuse fun excuse me I've seen Beauty and the Beast <laughs> Exactly, exactly. We don't know what happens when we turn know, our backs. I know, So, yeah, like there's no specific trick, but at the same time, when it, I think people are a bit freaked by buying crockery sometimes because they're like, oh, it's dirty, even same with shoes. But I'm like, just give it a good clean. It'll be fine. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I feel like that is something, not me personally, because I don't have very high standards when it comes to cleanliness, <laughs> but I think some people really struggle with that kind of, mm. that bit of it. Or even like there's, there's kind of a charity shop smell sometimes isn't there mm-hmm. when you get things secondhand or vintage yeah like is that easy to get rid of yeah it is like just like I always 
like always, always when you're buying clothes from a charity shop or vintage, even when you're buying new, I always put it in the washing machine straight away. Because, you do? Yeah, because um, I'm a bit freaked out by germs. <laughs> like, okay. And so, and also I kind of feel like I hate having this kind of like feeling on my hands sometimes. And when you, and now maybe, especially with COVID, I'm like, yeah. more, I'm more paranoid about germs. Um, but I always put it in the washing machine. Even with new stuff I do because I've got some items of clothing that the dye like will run onto me if it's raining and I'm on a night out. Like that literally right. happened recently. So that's why I try and put it in the washing machine first. But yeah, and especially when it comes to sneakers, for example, if you see something that doesn't like you're like, that's a bit dirty. Then and if you still like it, take it to a sneaker cleaner. If you Google them online, there's loads of them and they do an amazing job at like making your trainers brand new again. And same with crockery. Just give it a really good clean, you know. So it sounds like what you're saying is first of all you need to make it a regular part of your routine mm -hmm. you need to be going in like regularly don't expect to get something every time yeah have a quick look around um, and some days you'll be lucky and some days you won't exactly and it's being okay with not always finding something yeah having an open mind is the biggest thing I know I sound like you know it, it sounds like I'm saying it in quite a negative way but what you really need to do and this is what I found since I've been charity shopping since I was like 14 uh, 13 even is finding the joy in it, finding fun in it. It's like mm -hmm. going out and getting a coffee. It's an enjoyable experience. You go and it's a ritual. So make it like that, you know, don't mm -hmm. make it a chore. I mean, shopping sh should be fun. Mm -hmm. Fashion is fun. So mm -hmm. it shouldn't be something that's like, oh God, I have to go to the charity shop and try and find something. It should be like, oh my God, I might be able to find something really beautiful today. Or yeah. maybe I won't, you know. It's like a treasure hunt. It is. It literally is a treasure hunt. So I suppose really as well, it's like see, trying to see the potential in things mm -hmm. that might not immediately be kind of upfront. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, uh, what about, obviously you will find older items, but you can find pretty up-to-date stuff as well, right? Oh, like most charity shops these days, to be honest, with the way that fashion cycles are running now, they're so quickly. Um, and also, uh, well, trend cycles are so quick now, um, quicker than they've ever been. So you do find a lot of new stuff. You'll find Pretty Little Things, Zara, H&M. Like, to be honest, there's mostly new stuff in charity shops. Usually, some of them will have like a little corner of the shop that is dedicated to vintage. And you'll see it looks vintage. It looks mm. 80s or 90s or 70s but majority of the shop isn't vintage looking it's all new stuff yeah. in the last couple of years and like I was saying like I mean when it comes to say alterating your clothes or um Alterating? Did I Altering. just make that? I made that word up. I knew what you were. I knew. We knew. We knew when it comes meant. to alterating your clothes, you have to say it with confidence and it sounds like <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Um, but when it comes to altering your clothes, there's so many seamstress out there that you can go to. That And even, I mean, even if you maybe have a tiny little sewing kit, there could be something you could fix yourself. You could make something smaller or bigger. You could buy um, like a blazer, make it into a crop blazer, make a skirt into a mini skirt. There's well, so much faith. potential. You're the queen of that's that. That's my favorite thing yeah. to do. It is. It is for sure. Not I mean, everyone is going to be that creative. No, 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 no. And but like, go and pay someone to do it. You yeah, because yeah. in the charity shop, the item of clothing you could get a dress for three fifty. Sometimes I got a pair of track ends, uh, tracksuit pants for like eight euro, and they're worth sixty euro. And that's another fun thing. But I saw that that was the other day. Mm -hmm. They're like Adidas tracksuit bottoms, right? Mm -hmm. They're really cool. They're they were purple. eight euro. They were eight euro, which I like, but. I haven't found anything in a charity shop for about three weeks. And that was just, I've had a good week this week. <laughs> I really have. So it's, you got me on a good week. And what, I mean, budget wise, what are you kind of looking at usually? Well, like I, um, I, I mean, say for example, that crockery set, I think I got maybe like 20 pieces and that was 24 euro. So okay. to me, that is a huge bargain. No, that's a massive deal. Um, I got a pair of Adidas tracksuit bottoms that would normally retail about 60 euro and I got them for eight euro. So... 
Um, I guess also bear in mind it is a charity shop. So, you know, like don't be, I don't think it's good to haggle in a charity no. shop because you're like, <laughs> it's cheap. It's cheaper than you would just buy it. Just give the money to the charity. Yeah, just give the money to the charity. Exactly. Um, but I mean, sometimes I found like, I, sometimes, you know, some shops like the the price, you're like, gosh, that's a lot for something secondhand. But I think people think in their mind just because it's secondhand that it shouldn't, uh, it shouldn't be expensive or it should just be really cheap. And I think people just need to bear in mind that, you know, just because it's secondhand doesn't mean like the quality is not there yeah. and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't pay like a justifiable price for it and yeah. especially when it comes to charity shopping it is going to charity at the end of the day yeah well Tara I think you've really inspired me and I'm sure you have inspired many other Hopefully. people <laughs> so thank you very much for bringing us your charity shop wisdom that's Tara Stewart of course you can listen to Tara from 7 to 10 Sunday to Thursday nights on 2FM yes. playing all the new music <laughs> and where can they catch you online Tara uh, you can catch me at Tara Stewart DJ is my Instagram and my Twitter Fab. Thanks a million times. Thanks, Louise. Louise McSharry on 2FM.